Shalom, 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 Israel. This is the voice that cries out in the wilderness. And this is the first day of the week. The day that many call Sunday. Hallelujah. I praise. I pray that everybody's doing well. I pray that you had a good Shabbat. I pray that the Most High is keeping you in spirit and in truth. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, thank you for joining in and tuning in to the Follower of the Way podcast. Again, this is the Voice of Christ in the Wilderness, and I thank you. So, I wanted to uh, just try to talk to you briefly. Um, briefly, uh, brothers and sisters, about actually something that I've been reading. Um, um, my, my family and I have actually been studying First uh, Corinthians. And um, very interesting piece of information or piece of uh, writing that Brother Shaul, uh, the, the world knows Paul, uh, wrote to the, the, uh, the assembly in Corinth. And if you get a chance, really read that past, really read that, that, that letter. Um, very powerful, a lot of good things that was um, implemented or, or given in that word. Um, I'm not going to cover all of it, but there was something that stuck, stuck out to me that uh, I definitely want to that I definitely want to uh, look into, okay? So, if you read, um, let's see, if you read 1 Corinthians chapter 1, all right, um, if you read chapter 1, verse, uh, let's start with 11, Actually, verse 10. Let's start with verse 10. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. We're going to start with verse 9. So First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9. And we'll read a few of them verses. But I want to really um, emphasize something that we're going to read here. All right. So it says, Elohim is trustworthy. Verse 9. By whom you were called into the fellowship of his son, Yahusha Hamashiach, our master of the Messiah. And I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our master, Yahusha, Hamashiach, that you all agree and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be knit together in the same mind and in the same opinion. For I have been informed concerning you, my brothers, by those of the house of Chloe, that there are strifes among you. What I mean is that that each one of you says, I am of Shaul, or I am of Apollos, or I am of Kepha, or I am of Messiah. Has the Messiah been divided? Was Shaul impelled for you? Or were you immersed in the name of Shaul or Paul? I thank Elohim that I immersed not one of you except Crispus and Gaius. Okay? And it goes on to say um, that no one should say that I immersed into my own name. Now I did also immerse the household of Stephanus. For the rest, I do not know whether I immersed anyone else. 
For Messiah did not send me to immerse, but to bring the good news, not with wisdom of words, that the stake or cross, as many call it, of Messiah should not be nullified or void. Okay? So, point out one thing real quick. He says, I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of Master Yahusha, this is verse 10, that you all agree and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be knit together in the same mind and the same opinion. So, this can be used, brothers and sisters, for everybody that's in this walk. It doesn't have necessarily mean that you're, for whatever assembly that you're a part of, and I know many people are just coming out of Christianity, and if you continue reading the, reading the, uh, the um, these letters, maybe we'll get into them another time, he talks to people that are new, that are new into this walk, that are new, and how that we're, we're not taking in meat at this point, we're drinking milk. So beyond that, going past that, so to speak, I want us to understand that if we are all of one body, which is the body of the Mashiach, if we're all of one mind, which is the mind of Mashiach, then there should be not any divisions, any false, any different doctrines, any anything that's not on the same accord as what the word says. Now, I've said this before. I know many people can use the word and can and can take whatever passage out of there. We I mean we've been, we've been in we've been in Christianity and you've come out of that that lifestyle. Um, you know that a pastor can use one verse in the Bible and create a whole message on it and it not as not say anything or has any meat behind it because he's not it's not the the, the, the same spirit. It's not the same spirit. Right. So with that being said, we have to be able to discern these things and we have to be able to make sure that we're all under the same mind, the same opinion, the same mindset. Right. Not different, different belief system or different doctrine, nor should we be like Shaul said oh I am of this group there's so many different groups out there there's all the brothers on the street corner there's the the uh, the, uh, the as I call I like to call them the alphabet groups you know the the uh, GOCC there's the uh, all these different Hebrew Israelite groups that that actually harm us they actually harm us uh, because the the the, the, the they're divided against one another. Every single one of them thinks that they actually have the truth. When in all reality, we're all building this together. Like First Corinthians is actually a really good passage, especially if you are new to this walk and if you've been down, or if you, even if you've been down this walk for a while, this whole walk is about layer and building upon. But the the true cornerstone, the true, the true uh, building block should be Mashiach. And then everything else builds off of that, which Mashiach is the word. So the word is the Mashiach, right? So everything goes in order. There's an order to this thing. So uh, when you look at these different groups out there, you know, and, it's, and I don't have a problem with going to a group 
as long as you're being edified or as long as the Most High is being edified, as long as he, you're not hearing anything. And that's why it's very important, brothers and sisters, to be make sure that you read your scriptures. The scripture tells us to study, to show ourselves approved. So when the time comes and we've got to stand in front of the throne of judgment, he's not going to ask you. He's going to, you know, he's going to show your books of your works. Of your works. What you did. And it's not going to matter that you allow for yourself to be uh, led off of a cliff. It's not going to matter that you've been let, been let, allowed yourself to be led off a cliff by a blind uh, pastor, a blind guide. It's the blind leading the blind. You're going to be required. You're going to be required to make sure that you know this thing, that you're not easily deceived, that you are able to stand in front of the Most High and give account of your deeds and not have any excuses saying like, well, I did this because my pastor told me this, right? Even the way it goes, we should all be under the, it's the same spirit. Like I'll give you an example. If you have been in the assembly or even in a church or wherever the case may be, and the pastor brings out or a lesson is being taught or you study a word that's in the script, right? You study a word in the script and some things or points are being brought out. Really good points, right? And then you go maybe a couple days later and you hear another teaching and it's same topic or very similar in topic. Or you go someplace else and you hear another. See, what that is, is the same Ruach. So we should be speaking the same thing. We should be saying the same thing because it's the same Ruach, Right? We should be able to all be able to discern and hear and then be able to, to take what we've heard and apply it and, li- and go back to the scriptures and verify, right? Sister, I know in this walk, she says this. She says, trust but verify. So we should be able to walk walk into this thing, tr- hear what we hear, and maybe and, 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 the, and, the, and the witnesses, everything, and all matters are established out of the mouth of two or three witnesses. So the second witness should establish the same thing. The third witness. So this is that's why it is the second. That's why it, it it shows that it's the same ruach. Now, if you go and here's the opposite side of that. Here's where Paul Shaul was talking about with the divisions. You go to a pastor. You hear a study on a matter, right? And then you go hear another. Stu- did you go hear something else and it's completely different than what you your your pastor heard, so or said, or you had read? Or you read something and then you hear a, a word and it's completely different than what you read. That's not the same spirit. That's a divisive the spirit. Divisive Ruach. So the Ruach should be the same in all manner of teaching and all manners of things. There should not be anybody just doing their own thing or think they're being led by the spirit. But the spirit is not operating in that. Right? So be mindful. We are not of the body of whatever. We're not of the body of this group. We are not of the body of the, you're not of the body of the follower of the way. You're not of the body of these. You're of, we are of all of the body of Mashiach. So us being together, working together, we all have different functions or different parts to play. Let's put it that way. We all have different parts to play. Like just 
you, you see this in the scripture, but let's put it in context about being of the body. Well, the body has different parts, the head, the neck, right? The arms, the fingers, right? Well, but one thing is missing from that. It doesn't work the same way, right? Say you have a mouth with no tongue, very hard to speak. Hey, you have a hand, but no fingers, very hard to grab. Now people do things, people operate Right, but isn't it a lot harder to operate when all the body parts are not are missing or not functioning the way they're supposed to function? That's the body, right? It you have a foot, you have a leg but no foot, so it makes it hard to stand. Just think about that. So a true body, the true body, the Mashiach, we should all, even though we have different parts to play, we should all be on the same page. We should all be able to function in the same uh, format and work together for the, the good of the body. There should be no divisions among you. There should be no divisions among you, right? And we should be able to be wise enough to take these divisions or if you see too much division, pull yourself away from the situation. Don't just be at a, you know, I've heard many stories about in the churches where people are so worried about their position in the church that there's backstabbing, there's backbiting, there's, there's this, there's that. There's these things that when, if you actually read the scripture, you're doing it against. Even Shaul, when you really look what he did and you keep reading all the other chapters, verse 5 and all that other stuff, he's speaking about things that are contrary to Torah. Let me give you an example. Hold on, let me let me give you an example real quick. Let's go to verse 5. I'm oh, sorry, chapter 5. First, this is 1 Corinthians. Now, Shaul talked about this, right? And I'm just going to read the first one. It is commonly reported that there is whoring among you. And such whoring as is not even named among the nations, so as one to have his father's wife. Huh. That is a Torah or old covenant, old, old Testament, as we call it, ideology. Right? Let's see. Let's see what that's at real quick. And I'll tell you what it says. It's actually what's called in the Old Testament, uncovering your father's nakedness. Okay? That's in Leviticus chapter 18, verse 7 through 16. And then it's again mentioned in Leviticus chapter 20. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father, which is the nakedness of your mother. She is your mother. Now, he's not really talking about um, your mother, because technically, if she's another, uh, if your father married again, that's what they call them stepmothers. So technically, that is your mom. <laughs> so you should not uncover his nakedness, which means you should not sleep with him, which is a, what Paul said in, uh, in there as to have his father's wife. That is uncovering your father's nakedness, right? 
not your mother that birthed you, which is also nasty, which is also forbidden. But these are things he talks about. So even Shaul himself is talking about things that pertains to the Torah. So so even when you hear a pastor say that the Messiah came to do away with the Old Testament, which if you go ahead and read that, if you look, read the Gospels, he says, think not that I come to do away with the Old Testament or the, or the Torah, but I come to fulfill. That means not that, oh, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, uh, I'm, uh, since I'm doing this, you don't have to. No. I use this example all the time. I use this example all the time. Just like you go into a job and you're a new employee, you're taught the company's manual, the company's policies and procedures. And if you violate, and I've actually accidentally, not meaning to, but I accidentally violated a policy at one of my jobs. Now, what happens if you do that? Well, there's uh, warnings that come out. And then if you repeat offender, then you uh, get written up. Then if you repeat offender again, you get fired. Well, hey, Most High got the same thing. You have the Mashiach. You have the blood of the lamb. You have the sacrifice of the lamb. Which if you accidentally break one of these commands, then you are forgiven. You can repent and be forgiven. But if you repeat offender that you do you go and you do that again you you sin again then now you got to get you get punished you might be a part of some judgment you might have to do something right but then keep doing it and let you die in your sins what happens you get cut off you get thrown in the lake of fire you get fired right so it's the same nothing changes it's nothing different so if if we as men in this society have this have this philosophy when we do run conduct businesses why would the most high be any different why would he put something into play which says do this do that and do this and if you don't then you're going to be punished why would he do that just to turn around to say oh you know it's no longer in effect no more so for the pastors to be saying these this nonsense i'm just going to go ahead and say that they're speaking like their father the devil right that's almost like the pastors saying, allowing for Halloween in the churches, uh, the, the kids dressing up. Halloween is a whole time period of, of satanic worship and, and blood sacrifices. We may not know that. We may not have never seen that, but on the outside, but it happens. So this is an energy all within itself. I'm not trying to jump around the bush. I'm trying to make points here, Right. That's the energy all up in themselves. So you take that energy and bring it to the church. Then is that church considered clean at that point? Is that church following in the in the in the in the? In the, in the but it, of course they're following in the ways of the world or in the ways of the of the church. But they're not following the ways of the Father because the Father said don't do those things. But the world says to do it. Jeremiah chapter ten says not to cut down an evergreen tree. But what do we have in these churches or in our homes? We're cutting down trees for Christmas. Which, by the way, if you have never don't know at this point, the Messiah was not born during Christmas. But that's a whole different topic. I'm digressing. So, 
I'm saying all that to say this. We have to be careful in this day and age, in these last days, to not be caught up or not be deceived by false doctrine, let alone not just false doctrine, but divisive doctrine. All the doctrine, everybody should be on the same page. That's just bottom line. Everybody should be on the same page. I pray that you be all of one mind and of one accord. What did Brother Paul say? Shaul say, right? He said, I'll repeat that again. I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our master, Yahusha HaMashiach, that you all agree and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be knit together in the same mind and in the same opinion. The world says that we shouldn't do that. Everybody has to be able to think differently. But when it comes to this world, this word, that's not allowed. We should not be able to be, we should not be thinking differently. We should not mixing and mingling, adding to his word, taking away from his word. When you add or take away from his word, then of course you're going to have divisions. So I want you to think about that and realize that when you go into these pastors, when you go into these churches, when you go into these assemblies, when you go meet brothers in their own homes, because many of us are brothers and sisters in this walk, that's walking in the, uh, that's trying to walk Torah out. They all have home ministries, which is nothing wrong with that. But when you go in these things, just look, listen, make sure it's lining up with the scripture. Get precepts for this. There's precepts for every single thing that we want to talk about in the Bible. Precept after precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little. That's in Isaiah. People say, "Oh, they don't take it literally." What? No, you you, you got to take it. You got to take the word literally. It's what it says. There's times when when parables are written, but the parables still line up with what is the main underlying meaning. Of the scriptures, which is follow the law, statutes, and commandments. Understand the testimony of the Mashiach, which has always been there. That's it. Be obedience. Be obey. 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 Obedience is better than sacrifice, brothers and sisters. So let us get this understanding. Let's 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 remember that because that was actually pretty decent. From when I when I read that, I was like, "Wow, that's 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 deep right there," because you have so many different denominations, right? You have so many different denominations out there. You have so many different religions, right? You have all that. You have Muslim. You have Baptist. I'm sorry, Muslim. You have Buddhist, and you have right. Satanism, you have atheism, atheism if you really understand it is a religion in itself don't get it twisted atheism is a religion right so you have all these different religions and then you have Christianity which is supposed to be one religion which everybody should be together right, which they're supposed to use which they're supposed to use the uh, the Bible as their benchmark on how they do things, 
But even in that, there's major divisions among the entire, 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 entirety of the Christian religion, which Christianity came from. Now we know it's written in the Bible has Christian written in there, but that's not. Do your research in history on Christian, the word Christian. That's an old. That's that's a newer term. Actually, uh, when somebody was originally called a Christian, is actually a Cretan that they was called. It, it transformed into Christian, but Cretan was actually meant as a term of disrespect. It means you were ignorant, you were dumb. But here we go with this moniker, calling ourselves Christian. But then here we go. Let's look. Let's go further than that. Looking at Christian. There's not just one asset, uh, one uh, branch of Christianity. It's not just Christianity as a whole. There's an umbrella of Christianity, and then there's all these different denominations under Christian belief or so-called Christian belief. Isn't that divisions? Isn't that something that Brother Shaul said to be on a, of one mind? Not you know. Doesn't that, isn't that what he said? I'm just I'm just you know trying to understand that isn't that what he said i read it for you i know if you can read it for yourself first corinthians chapter one start at verse nine it's it he said it so why do we have all these different divisions of christianity or denominations as they call it it's divisions you got the baptists who hold on to only the baptism and they only have a part of the truth but not the whole truth Right, you have the Catholics, which is the umbrella of the Christianity. And if any Catholics on here that's listening to me, I'm not trying to bash your religion, but this is what it is. Uh, you have the Catholics, which is the umbrella of the Christianity, but they believe that you should be worshiping the mom, Mary. She's Holy Mary. They're, they're, they 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 create their saints based off of. Um, a whole ideology of servitude and all this different thing and whatever they do. I mean, I've never studied deep into what to be is to become a saint, but I tell you what it is, what the truth is, the true way it is to be a saint. If you read the Bible, let's see what the Bible says. Here is the patience of the saints. Right? Uh, Revelation chapter 14, verse 12. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that guard the commandments of Elohim and the faith of Messiah. That's the patience of the saints. (laughs) That's the patience of the saints. Those are the saints. What are the saints? Those that guard the commands of Elohim, the Most High, and keep the testimony of Yahusha Hamashiach. Or if you're reading the King James Version, it says Jesus. But we should already know that by now that's not his name, especially when the letter J is only 400 years old. Right? So, or 500, I'll give you 500 years, but it's not that old, okay? Especially when this name, this book was written thousands of years ago. So, brothers and sisters, again, we 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 miss a lot of these things that's in the scripture, especially 
walking this walk out. We miss a lot of things in the scripture. So we have to really be careful by this because, again, and I sell, I'll say this and I'll say it again. Time is running out. Time is running out. We're running out of time to be to get this thing right. We're running out of time to to be on top of this thing. We are running out of time, right? People are passing away continuously around us. If you're not, if you're, if you're, if you don't believe me, look around. There's probably many people that you, if you hear my voice, you're probably experiencing this at this point in time, even in your life. A lot of people, if you're paying attention, are passing away around us. So, which means, like I said before, this takes new meaning to, yea, though I walk in the valley of the shadow of death. Because we are in the shadow of death. Again, it was a place, Isaiah talks about the shadow of death in, in his book, I believe is chapter 11. He talks about uh, the shadow of death. There's actually a place. But it's also a metaphor as well, because... As death is, we're in the shadow of death as people are dying all around us, dying in their sins. Especially in this time period with all this, this pandemic that's going on. With all these, them, them trying to force everybody, especially of Hebrew origin, to get a vaccine. And then if you look. That's a whole different topic. I'm not going to get all deep into it, but actually pay attention. There's a lot of people that's, after getting their, this vaccine, are having heart problems. So that's the shadow of death right there. So, yea, though I walk through this valley of this shadow of death, I will fear no evil. This evil, that's the evil thing that they're doing and putting upon us. But that's a whole different topic. I don't want to get off on that. I just want to, I just want to really, um, really, uh, bring something out with with that passage in first corinthians because i've read first corinthians multiple times and that was the first time that actually hit me like that and the most high has been doing it a lot with me lately um to to bring more understanding and that's the whole purpose of this walk you can't many people what what happens when they get along this walk they do what they do is they hear something and as they hear it they take it and they run with it and that's it so there's no room for any type of change or any type of um, extra growth with them, right? So again, the foundation is Mashiach, and as we go through this life and we're building layers and all these our walls and everything, as they keep going up, it doesn't, a house does not get built in a day. So as you lay the foundation, you're adding, now you're going to start building other things. You're going to add the walls. You're going to add the doors. You're going to add the, 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 the how many, however, depending on how many floors you got, you're going to add the other levels. You're going to add, uh, you know, the clay, the straw, right? You're going to add all these different things. So this is the same thing with our walk. Our foundation is Mashiach, the word. And as we're going through, we start, we keep building and building. And something, you might have to take something away because it doesn't exactly go with what uh, your foundation is, right? You, 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 uh, or you have to move now you have, or you have to, you don't have a strong foundation to begin with, right? Like that whole sowing the seed or that parable that Mashiach said about putting your house on a shaky ground, right? Right. And as you continue building or as like a strong wind comes, which is different obstacles or different things that's coming in your way. And then you, you because you, your, your foundation, your house wasn't built 
on a strong foundation. And when these strong wind comes, it gets blown down. So it's going to keep being tested to see how strong your foundation is or strong you are in your foundation in this walk, brothers and sisters. So as we are building and building and building and building and building until the time comes where the house is complete. And when is the house going to be complete? Many of us, we don't know that. So as we as we are trying to build this house and complete this house, we're going to be tested. We're going to be shown doctrine that doesn't fit in our in our foundation or with our house, and it may have, may have to be removed. Doesn't mean you completely tear the house down and walk away from it. No, because eventually you got to live in that thing. It's a really good metaphor if you really look at it. So, brothers and sisters, with that being said, as always, I think I'll let you go because I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I want you to really look into that. That's a really crazy saying the more I think about that. So I'm going to try and find a different saying. But anyway, I don't want to over, I don't want to, you know, uh, uh, really uh, go too much into this because I think I've talked enough. But I want you to really, 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 really look into this. I want you to really pay attention to that. Why is there different divisions or different? Why is there divisions among us? If we're all, even if we're not in the same state, or not in the same town, or not, or if we like worshiping with a certain amount of people, it doesn't really. It shouldn't matter. But we should all be under the same mindset. And even when we get together, if we're not in different states, we get together for the feast days. If you follow those, if you get together for just a whatever type of function, we should be all under the same mindset. At some point. We should all have studied these type of things. That way we can get together, we can talk, and we can build upon it. Iron sharpens iron, right? So that is the entire route or matter of the thing. And that's how it should be looked upon uh, when we are walking this walk out. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, hallelujah. I pray that that... That really helps. I pray that uh, you was able to get some type of clarity and understanding on that. I hope I didn't go too far off the deep end when I, you know, when my little tirade, my little, my little, my little uh, <laughs> when you get, getting on my soapbox. But this is this is a important thing that we have to 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 understand. All right, brothers and sisters. With that being said, I will let you go. And until next time, may the Most High bless you. All right. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe saying, speak to Aaron and his son saying, this is how you bless the children of Yasharal. Say to them, Yahuwah bless you and keep you. Yahuwah make his face shine upon you and give you shalom. Favor, sorry. Yahuwah lift up his face upon you and give you shalom. Thus they shall put my name on the children of Yasharal and I myself shall bless them. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. Keep your head up. Be strong out there. Until next time. Shalom.